The Lord Jesus had 12 original disciples, but those men were just the first of many more followers of Christ. They are an example for us to learn from and a reminder that God works in ordinary people. Are you a true follower of Jesus Christ? Let's study the 12 with Scott Pauley today and find truth that will help us all to follow more closely to Christ. And after six days, Jesus taketh with him Peter and James and John, and leadeth them up into a high mountain apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. These are the words of Mark chapter 9, verse number 2. And if you've been with us in our study, you're starting to see a pattern. Do you remember in Mark chapter number 3 that the Lord took three men and changed their names? Now, there were 12 disciples, but there were three that were the inner circle, Peter, James, and John. In Mark chapter 5, he takes them for the first time on a field trip. The students learn a lot on field trips, you know. He takes them on a field trip to the house of of a man whose daughter had died, and he lets them watch as he raises her from the dead. And now we've come to Mark chapter number 9. And what does he do? He takes them again. In fact, the same two words are found here. He taketh with him. Remember Mark chapter 3? They should be with him. It's always about being with Christ. Look, if you're a Christian, the Lord is with you today. He promised he would never leave you and he would never forsake you. Aren't you glad about that? Aren't you rejoicing today that you belong to the Lord and that he belongs to you? Uh, But may I ask, have you spent time with him recently? We're to be with him. He taketh with him Peter, James, and John, and leadeth them up into a high mountain apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. So, This is the Mount of Transfiguration. It's the greatest invitation on earth. It's the invitation to be with Jesus. It will only be rivaled by his final invitation, come up hither, Revelation chapter 4, verse number 1. What will that be? That will be an invitation to enter into his presence forever, unbroken fellowship. Isn't that going to be glorious? Uh, This is the greatest honor in life, not to a place but to a person. Come to Jesus And I want to say today, Lord, take me to yourself. Lord, lead me. Lord, show me thyself. This is the great invitation to every follower of Jesus. If you want to be an inner circle disciple, here's what you need. You need to be with Jesus. And notice, it's an invitation to come up. The Bible says in verse 2, he leadeth them up into a high mountain apart. Did you know that all three inner circle incidents that we're studying here, all three of them happen on a mountain? I don't think that's by accident. It's above the frivolity and fray of the world. It is literally apart, apart from others, in God's presence. I wonder, when was the last time the Lord had our undivided attention? Uh, Come away. Come away and be with Jesus today. Go into a quiet place and spend time with him. It's an invitation to come up. It's the ascending life. Then it's an invitation to come in you remember uh, that he brings them into the Holy of Holies, literally. He's transfigured before them. Verse 3 says, His raiment became shining, exceeding white as snow, so as no fuller on earth can white them. Isn't that powerful? They caught a glimpse of the glory and the power of God. And they had the opportunity to commune with the Lord, to enter into the place of prayer. Our Lord Jesus is here talking with Moses and with Elijah. But they are in 
the, the inner sanctum, if you will, in the sanctuary. Oh, there's a, a great transformation that takes place when we come into the presence of God. That's what the place of prayer ought to be for all of us. As surely as Jesus talked to the Father and to heaven's representatives, we get to join in the conversation. We get to talk to God. And then the Bible says in verse 7, there was a cloud that overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son. Hear him. We not only get to talk to God, we get to hear from God. Can you think of any greater privilege on earth than hearing the Lord? I mean, it's a privilege to hear certain people, to have conversation or audience with certain people. Friend, there is nothing like being in the Lord's presence. He says to every would-be inner circle disciple, come up. And then he says, come in. But then this invitation to come to the Lord is not only an invitation to come up, like Moses did in the mountain in the Old Testament. It's not only an invitation to come in like Elijah was allowed to do into heaven itself, but it's also an invitation to come out different than you went in. Uh, You see, the story doesn't end on the mountain. No, the Bible says uh, that they came off of that mountain different people. Verse 9 says, and as they came down from the mountain. You see, the Lord brings us up and brings us close so that then he can send us forth with a message for others. At the foot of the mountain in Mark chapter number 9, there is a a man with a demon-possessed child. At the foot of the mountain, there's a group of disciples who are terribly discouraged, who need help. And see, only when we've been with the Lord do we come out with a message for others. Do we come out with a deeper walk with Christ ourselves? Do we come out with the power of God upon us that we can pass on to someone else? Oh, dear friend, I'd like to share the Lord's invitation with you today. Come to Jesus. You say, I'm a Christian. I know, I'm talking to Christians. I'm talking to disciples. I'm talking to people who may be on the fringe, but the Lord says, I want you near my heart. I don't want you on the periphery. I want you as an inner circle. I want you to get as close as you can possibly be. Do you remember near the end of our New Testament, you have First and Second Peter. Read First and Second Peter. You know what it is? It's Peter testifying about some of these inner circle experiences. In fact, even this occasion in Mark 9, he references when we were with him in the Holy Mount. I tell you, once you've been with the Lord, near the Lord, you are never, ever, ever the same again. A man by the name of William Doan gave Fanny Crosby some music one day, and just the music the melody of something, and when she heard it, she said, it sounds to me like it's saying, Jesus, keep me near the cross. And so she wrote that great hymn, Jesus, keep me near the cross. Oh, I wonder, are you near the cross today? Are you as near as you used to be? Are you as near as you want to be? Are you as near as you ought to be? Fanny Crosby later was visiting Doan's family in Cincinnati, and they were sitting on the front porch watching the sunset And, of course, Fanny was blind. They started describing the sunset to her, how beautiful it was. And uh, the conversation turned to spiritual things, and suddenly she started speaking these words. They, too, had become a great hymn of hers. She said, draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. Fanny Crosby was a true follower of Jesus. She understood the principle of living near the cross and being drawn nearer and nearer. 
You see, there's a place to start. That's getting saved. But there's no place to stop until we come into his presence for all eternity. Would you pray today, Lord, bring me nearer to thee? Uh, Don't let the good keep you from the best today. Uh, Don't be distracted by other things and miss what God is trying to say to you right now. His grace, his glory, that's what the Lord wants to show you today. If you keep reading through Mark chapter number 9, you're going to find that these same disciples still had questions. You see, when you spend time with the Lord, it doesn't mean you get all your questions answered, but it means you now know who to ask. It doesn't mean that life is perfect, that you're perfect, that circumstances are perfect, but it means this, you've come to know more of Christ's perfection. Jesus means more to you, and because of that, he helps you and guides you through all the experiences of life. You can't live on the mountain. You can't stay there all the time. If you don't believe me, ask Peter. You can't build three tabernacles and stay forever. i tell you what you can do. You can spend some time today in the Lord's presence, and then you can come out of that time with the Lord, living consciously in his presence all day long with everything you have to do and every person you have to meet May the Lord help you today to accept God's great invitation to his inner circle disciples to come spend time with him. Thank you for joining us today as we looked into God's word. It is our prayer that you will follow Christ and lead others to him. Our world is desperate for truth and hope. Scott Pauley has written a new booklet on the need of our nation that addresses what believers can and should be doing at this time. Order your copy now at enjoyingthejourney.org. We'd love to hear from you and look forward to studying with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Thank you.